Friends again, everyone. Welcome to episode 115 of the Three Point Podcast and episode three of the COVID-19 quarantine. Our trifecta includes our resident millennial, Jared Fattel of Grand Valley State University and Fox TV 17 in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And it's going to be driving the ship a little bit here tonight when we get to our hot topic. Our Gen Xer is Matt Burns of ESPN and the SEC Network in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the boomer, Ted Fattel, Sportsnet Michigan and Z92.5 Radio. Our partners include Advanced Elevator, the Corona Connection, Card Service Michiana, Rivals Taphouse and Grill, Sheridan Auction Service, the Corona Public Schools, and ProMech Engineering. We're also going to have a little segment where we're going to update you on some of the area businesses that are kind of struggling, like restaurants and uh, stores that are essential businesses. We want to give a shout out to them and kind of help them a little bit in our own way here in this tough time that we're in. And for all our listeners out there, never miss an episode by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or any of the other big podcast hosting sites. Shoot us your comments and questions on social media. We're at 3 Point Pod. We'll get it all rolling right after these important messages. 85, 90, 95, 100. Looking for items to buy or sell? Look no further than SheridanAuctionService.com. We will solve your problem. Bring Sheridan Realty and auction your items and we will market them all over the country and get them sold. If you are looking to buy items, we can help with that too. Call today, 989-720-SELL. It's fast, easy, and we get results. SheridanAuctionService.com. Buy or sell, we'll get it done for you. Call 989-720-SELL. You'll do better with Sheridan. Rivals Tap House and Grill is the area's go-to spot for the best in food and drink. Meet up with your friends and catch your favorite sporting events on over 20 high-def flat-screen TVs. And our 120-inch projection screen. Rivals can handle your large or small parties and is an awesome spot to put on your fundraising events. Weekly food and drink specials including gourmet burgers, wings, pizza, homemade soup, and salads. Rivals also stocks a large selection of craft and domestic brews. Rivals Tap House and Grill, the official gathering spot of Three Point Podcast, located on the corner of Shiawassee and M21 in Corona. All right, fellas, it's been another week. I'm not sure what's been going on in your world. I know, Jared, you got the two brothers at home and the parents. I can only imagine what's going in your mind. Matt seems like he's drinking... uh, you know, sitting on his porch down there in Carolina, just kind of enjoying the sunshine. Bring us up to date. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what we're doing. I, I, I probably mentioned it one of the last couple of weeks, but my wife is still working because she works in the medical field. So she's still going to work. So it's just like daddy daycare every day. And, <laughs> you know, I, I know I've mentioned that it has been nice. The weather has been very nice down here. So it's been great to be able to get outside. And like you said, sit out on the deck and um, you know, let my daughter play, blow bubbles. We went through like eight bottles of bubbles and, you know, just taking walks and bike rides and just trying to do as much as we can to stay sane. And, and, and South Carolina hasn't, they're one of the only states that hasn't gone into a full lockdown, correct? Yeah. Um, both North and South Carolina, their numbers are still fairly low. So, I mean, um, you know, whoever. They're, they're making predictions that maybe they're going to rise here pretty soon. But, um, yeah, not the whole state are it's not full lockdown. Our county is, like where Charlotte is, is on a lockdown. But, um, you know, like similar to what Michigan is. But, yeah, mm. um, so far it hasn't, hasn't gotten as bad as, like, what's going on in Michigan right now. Yeah, are you, I mean, I know you're, you're kind of locked down from your ESPN studio down there. What about the other businesses? Are they still allowed to be open or are they have to be deemed essential? What's the situation for that? Yeah, it's similar to Michigan. Like it has to be an essential 
you know, grocery stores, gas stations, um, stuff like that, medical offices and stuff are still open. But, but yeah, I mean, we're still on call. We're starting to do more stuff like working from home um, just because we need to start producing content and stuff. So we are doing a lot of stuff from home. But people up in Bristol and Connecticut, they're still going to work on kind of a different schedule. So, you know, there's still stuff going on at ESPN. But, but yeah, similar to what you guys are dealing with in Michigan. I mean, it's basically with grocery stores and gas stations. And I see there's a fight for golf courses to open in Michigan. Well, right now, I think the golf course owners are kind of turning their head the opposite way. I think people are allowed to go out on the courses on their own if they want to uh, use the sticks, you know, without without any, uh, you know, checking into the clubhouse or anything. I, I heard there was now. One how course, do they pay? Well, I heard there was one course that had like a, a, a jar or you know something, oh, to throw okay. a donation in. And I thought that's not a bad idea because when you really think of the scope of things, I mean, I see people still on the streets without masks and, you know, walking in groups. And, heck, if you want to go out for a round of golf, how close are you really getting to whoever you're golfing with, right? Well, I would say you could easily just get it from dropping your hand in that. Oh, in the cup? in the jar, <laughs> or yeah, or in the in the picking cup, the ball, yeah, yeah, picking the ball out of the cup. <laughs> Things have gotten um, pretty dire over at my house. I, I just today, as a matter of fact, right before I came to the studio, my brother uh, Josh actually had eaten so many of like my mom's cookies that she'd be making that he's been he'd been put on like ban, like he can't <laughs> eat any more of the cookies. So we're running a little bit low on on food and fuel. Um, and I actually played both my brothers in one on one basketball. Which is the first thing we've done that first time we've done that in maybe five, six, seven years since I was maybe in middle school and there in high school, and I'm two and zero. I forgot. I have a nice little old man game that I kind of forgot about that I think I might be able to beat just about anyone in one on one, unless they're an NBA or college. Have have you developed a Xavier Simpson little running hook, or what's your go to shot? Well, the problem is our hoop. It doesn't get much use, so it's been stuck at about eight. Like we, it's literally jammed at eight feet. So I'm just like. I'm like Steph Curry. I, I can hit a three from anywhere on the court on an eight-foot rim. But that's about all we've been doing for entertainment. Playing basketball, I've been going for bike rides, taking my dog. My dog, listen to this, this is kind of funny. My dog, I was going to take him for a walk the other day. I've been taking him on like hour-and-a-half walks every single day. Right. He's got a bad bad wheel. His back, back right leg is sore, can't walk on it. So, so he's out of commission for a couple weeks. And I don't know, that basically means I'm doing nothing for a couple weeks. Well, at least if you wanted to, you can go for a walk without the dog, you know, and Listen but then you feel like a loser, do you not? I don't. I feel like head, you do. Listen to a headset and stuff. You know, I'll, I'll bring you up to date. There's a few things going on at my parents' house, and I'm I'm spending more time over there during the week. And I've been you know showing up there early in the morning and going out for a walk around Corona. And uh, I'm pretty proud of myself. I've done it now five days in a row. You know, it's about a two mile walk on each jaunt. So I feel pretty good about that. You know, I'm just trying to stay in some kind of shape not like what uh, we posted on uh, the recent uh, social media site that i saw matt thanks a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's even just like walking is good but that video that we tweeted out was hilarious i don't know if you saw it jared or if you guys watched it but a dude basically built like a gym <laughs> in his gym. woods using like you know logs oh, and yeah, stuff like that, that. Yeah. people are getting innovative because no gym you know gyms aren't open and stuff like that. I, right before our county went on the lockdown, I'm sure it probably happened in Michigan too. Um, we've got like a small set of dumbbells and you know some like kettlebells and stuff like that, but nothing that because we've always we we have a YMCA membership, so like we haven't invested in dumbbells and a, a wide variety of weights and stuff. But I was like, you know what, this might last for I don't know a couple months, three months. Let's try and get some dumbbells. And like everyone, everyone was out, even like Target, Walmart. Um, I went to a plate against sports thinking they might have a bunch, but they were cleaned out. 
So I don't know. It probably happened in Michigan too, but everyone's happened to figure out what to do at home to not be like Jared's brother, Josh, and <laughs> put on 20 pounds or whatever. Well, speaking of that, Jer- Jared's mom is uh, an excellent baker, and she does make pretty awesome cookies. She drops <laughs> some off at the parents, and uh, I've had my share of them. Yeah, how many of those did you I've eat? Had compared to- I've had four of them <laughs> since they've been over there. <laughs> well, that's the worst part is, like, at same with my wife, you know, we've the first couple weeks or the first week, you know, she's got some snacks and, you know, like some cookies or she made some stuff just because, you know, you're home. You need some stuff to kind of snack on. And it's like, yeah, we got to back off that because I'm just sitting at home with that pantry open, and it's like, yeah, I'll just have one now. I'll have one now. Next thing you know, throughout yeah. the day, I've had like eight or whatever I, it is. I probably put on about 10, 10 pounds since we went on our quarantine. I was actually a little bit uh, – because it's one of those things where you keep putting it off like, oh, ne- like like – it's recording on Sunday. Tomorrow, I'm like, yeah, tomorrow. Diet starts start tomorrow. tomorrow. Diet starts tomorrow. To start. <laughs> and I and I, and I was actually a little bit happy when the quarantine got expended by a few weeks because I'm like, man, if I had to go out in public right now, I'm, I'm like 10 pounds heavier than I want to be. So, so it's, <laughs> it's not gonna good. It's going to be bad. You, you got to think people are going to be heavier. They you know, haven't gone to a barber. Like we were talking yeah. right before we started recording, and I haven't shaved my beard. Ted, you said you're growing your beard out. Yeah, if all of a sudden they were like, tomorrow – Everything's open. We're good to go. People will be like, oh, no. Right. Not good. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling it my bunker beard, and uh, it's going to go until the quarantine's over for sure, and we'll see how long it gets. And then, you know, what's going to happen when I – and I'm getting pretty close. I probably should have a haircut. Now, <sighs> the wife's going to have to try and hack it somehow, I think, somewhere. You might just long. have to – see, that's what I'm debating. I think I might just – Shave it all, shave go it bald. All. I mean, I've been debating doing that before this, and this is almost just like an excuse. Like, oh, I had to do it because of the the quarantine. No, couldn't get my hair cut. Well, now's the time to do it for sure. Yeah, uh, it's just a crazy time out there. I do got. I want to throw a little social commentary out there and see what you guys think about this. You know, we are into more of a lockdown. Jared, I know you brought it up to me what three, four weeks ago. Maybe I wasn't taking things as serious as it really is, but it's, this is serious stuff out there. And if 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 the United States and the public out there doesn't take it seriously as far as the social distancing, protecting yourself. I mean, how much how much uh, common sense do you think it really took before they finally said, well, yeah, everybody should wear some sort of face mask or something when they're out in public if you're grocery stop shopping or somewhere? And I just went to the store yesterday. You guys will laugh because I put on, <laughs> I put on like a, an outlaw bandana to go into the store, right? I don't like, – I just – Again, I never really thought that we'd be where we're at right now, so maybe I will be in a week Seriously? whenever I go wearing a mask. But I just don't see myself wearing a mask. And maybe I'm the idiot. Maybe people are going to be looking at me, and I'm like, I kind of look like the idiot. Maybe that's like what it really is. Well, like, I think, personally, from where we sit right now, our county, we've had 18 confirmed COVID-19 cases. 18. Now, yeah. that thing, no spreads like wildfire once it starts. And, I, and I'm not seeing enough people in our area, to be frank with you, taking it as seriously as they should. I mean, Walmart and it, uh, some of the other stores here had to finally take measures that they're only allowing 20 shoppers in the store at once. So think about that. When I, I've told you guys, here's an update on my Tuesday shopping at one of the local stores where they let you in at 6 a.m. in the morning. I pulled into the parking lot right around 6. The doors weren't open yet, and it's for shoppers over 60. There's a line of people probably a block and a half long. Do you think those people were six foot apart? No. It was like they're tra- trying to get into a ball game or a concert. I mean, and I'm thinking, you people are just stupid. You know, I waited in the car till they all went in, and I just went in, did my thing, got out of there. But I don't know, guys. Uh, this is, like we've said, like everybody says, this is unprecedented, and I'm not sure what the solution is. 
I mean, that I think that's part of the thing is because it's unprecedented, at least for our generation and even your generation, Ted, like maybe we didn't really know how to handle it from the start. Obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. We can say maybe two months ago we should have taken it a little more seriously. Maybe we'd be on the other side of it at this point. But I think that's the biggest thing to me, like, like, you know, Jared, you're saying you don't see yourself ever wearing a mask. My my wife has to wear a mask at work, so she's got a bunch, and she wears them out if she goes shopping or stuff or anything like that. And she she has one for me too, so I'm I'm going to start wearing one, especially now that the CDC re- recommended it. But it's one of those things, like talking about the golf course and the masks, and you know, staying six feet apart if you are in line. It's kind of like I understand. I, I do see the point. Like if you're golfing, you can keep your distance. I've, I've seen them say like they won't even have the pin on the green, so you're not even like touching the pin. You're not even like dropping your ball in the cup because you want to try and avoid all that. It's really just to go out, get some fresh air, keep your distance and stuff like that. I get it. But it's like that's still like not the point of the whole social distancing, lockdown, shutdown, let's try and get ahead of this thing. It's like why can't we for one month, you know, we're in April now. Why can't we end of March, April? This is going to be terrible. It's going to suck. You're going to get stir crazy. We need to shut everything down for one month. And, no, I mean, you got to keep grocery stores open, medical offices, nothing else. I mean, shut everything down, stay home for a month. It's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. But then let's get ahead of this because if you keep if you keep the trails open, if you keep golf courses open, you keep some other stuff open, like, I feel like it's not really ever going to stop. It's just going to keep dragging on. And, yeah, if people are never going to wear masks, if people are going to – be out in groups at barbecues or still having little kid birthday parties and stuff like that. Like, what do you guys want? We're not going to have football in the fall then if you want to keep doing this. Yeah. Well, we don't want it's, that. Would you guys, let's say you're over there on Lake Manitou, right. Ted, yep. and you see your neighbor is has, you know, 15 people over for a backyard barbecue. Are you calling the cops or are you just going to let it? Let's put you there. I'd uh, I'd give him a stern look. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would call the cops. I I don't know. That's a that's a good question. I mean, I try not to butt into other people's business, of, but my real feeling is, and like Matt so well said, I mean, we got to take this real serious so we can end it. Because you know, it, once it makes its cycle, who knows if it's going to start up again, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, we just saw that a few days ago. Um, Shanghai had gone a few weeks without new cases, so they started reopening stuff. And then, boom, all of a sudden, one day they had a 1,000 new cases. Now, I think, I don't know what you guys think about sports, because, you know, we are primarily a sports-oriented podcast. Do you think things are going to change forever on how sports are dealt with? Or do you think it's just going to go back to normal, you know, as far as crowds shoulder-to-shoulder at at venues? Or do you think this, when they start sports back up, they'll play games without fans? What do you, you, how do you see this starting back up? I think it depends. So, like, when people are saying, like, oh, I can't imagine the NBA playoffs without fans. Like, if they're allowing fans in the arena, I think that maybe the first, like, couple round games would would be, like, even if they allow fans, I don't think there's going to be many fans in the stands. But, I, like, an NBA Finals game or, like, imagine if the Detroit Pistons or, like, let's just say the Super Bowl, for example. Like, if the Lions made the Super Bowl and let's say that the ticket costs are so much lower than they normally be, are you really not going to go if they open it back up in, you know, September or something? I don't know. I feel like I would. Yeah. I'm just curious think, about – go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I, I think people are going to be pretty weary for a while. You know, like, you think about the big house has, like, 110,000-plus – not counting all the people outside the stadium. You know, I feel like if all of a sudden college football is back, 
I mean, Michigan fans or, you know, whatever college football, Ohio State, whatever college football fans, they're pretty avid. But I do feel like a lot of people, one, to save money because they might not have been working for a little while, but also, like, that's that's just, like, begging to restart this whole cycle again. But to your question, I don't think it's going to be changed forever because, you know, eventually once they do, if they figure out a vaccine or in a couple of years, if it really has slowed down or we've forgotten about it, it'll be back to sold out stadiums and arenas, I think. But it's, I think it's going to be like a slow burn. You know, it's going to take a little while for it to get back to normal. Let me ask you, this is kind of a question that just popped into my head as far as, you know, I think for sure that when sports come back, it's going to be with limited or no fans in the stands, uh, to start with anyway. As far as a, a, a TV production thing, you know, being an ESPN guy that you are, Jared, you have some television experience now. What do you think about if they did, let's say, an NBA playoff scenario and CGI fans in the That's stands? Stupid. Is that stupid? No, it's stupid. Really? I, so just zoom Something that the they've been talking about. For like the NFL draft, they're talking about doing like oh Madden Sims, where the players walk up like that's stupid. Just put the put a webcam on them okay. and just kind of like what you see with like the Brett Favre, famous Brett Favre photo on when he was drafted. Like just do that. Like whenever players like, just don't just put a camera in their house or whatever and see what their reaction is. Like I don't know what they're trying to simulate things. Yeah. And, like I just think it's stupid. Same thing with like yeah. I go ahead, Matt. Uh, well, I was just gonna say I think it it'd almost be like a little too much. Like. Like, we get what the situation is right now. We know that the NFL draft isn't in Vegas or, you know, it's not in Nashville like it is last year. So don't try and, like, fake it. I feel like it would just maybe, like, maybe it'd look pretty cool, some of the graphics and stuff. But it's almost like, it's almost like we're not stupid enough to be tricked. Don't put CGI fans in the stadium or whatever. Now, we, they might do, like, uh, like fake crowd mats. That's something that we do a lot when we're editing stuff, like, if the, the crowd sound isn't good or if it's not there or whatever, we have like a uh, hour, few hour long rip, different sports, every sport possible of just like fake nets of crowds. <laughs> now they might do that because think about it. If you're watching a game and there's literally no cheering and it's just like you hear the ball bouncing, sneakers squeaking and stuff, that, that, would, that might be a little strange, but... Yeah, CGIing fans into the stands it just doesn't seem necessary to me. Technically, then, what would you have the cameras be more focused on the court itself and not even show the stands at all, or is that even a concern? I mean, yeah, I guess. Well, no, definitely every production, um, it's a conversation every time. Like, you know, if you're doing an Ohio State-Michigan game, you don't have to worry about empty seats. Yeah. Some of the games that you do, you know, half of the stadium is empty, and we talk about it all the time, like, don't point a camera – where there's just like a huge wave of empty seats because that looks terrible on TV. But if we know that there's no fans, like with this pandemic situation, we know there's no fans there. I think that's a different story. I mean, you don't want to show the empty seats, but right. maybe you keep the camera on the coaches a little more or on the bench or something like that. Yeah, it'll be interesting I, to see. The, the thing, time. I don't think it's necessarily going to be a bad thing. If, you know, at least for like maybe like the first month or so, like let's say they do this for the first couple months of the season. I don't think, I honestly think that it'd be like refreshing almost in a sense. Like I, I would like to see a football game with no one in the stands, hear the stuff like a basketball well, it game. Just, it, it'd be kind of cool. Just did, uh, I know we don't talk about, well, I don't think we've ever talked about wrestling uh, <laughs> on this, but they just did a WrestleMania with no fans. And it seems like that went off fine. So. Yeah. Yeah. I bet the TV ratings were, were pretty good. And it, yeah. And it's I, I and, and like empty seats look bad now because there's you obviously have like the Michigan Ohio State games where there's 110,000 people in the stands. Whenever when no one has people in the stands, like I don't think it's going to be as bad as people say. It's a it new is. normal. Yeah. Right. 
All right. Well, let's wrap up this little segment with something. I mean, I mean, we've been well, we haven't been watching many Tigers games, but we we've, we've been watching Tigers games for the last few years. With yeah. no people at the Comerica. <laughs> that kind of wraps that up. You know, we, we were talking about the pandemic, and uh, you know, one of our one of our listeners, he's a he's a loyal listener. He's a physician out in the Oregon area. He goes by at Sparty Basketball. I had asked him to maybe do a little video clip, you know, a little two minute video clip to to kind of fill us in <clears throat> what's going on out there. What are his thoughts? And he sent me a text back. He says, "Hey Ted, I'm not going to be able to do that video. I started one." It was going to say that we are not as busy as you think. COVID, not very prevalent here, and we've been just preparing for the last three weeks. But then I got my first patient two days ago. They are critically ill. I'm the only doctor for them in a hospital the size of Owasso. I'm seeing firsthand this is a weird condition that doesn't act like other pneumonias. So anyway, his life's turned around. So, I mean, that kind of hit home, you know, that he's seeing it firsthand. You know, we sit here, we listen to the news. We really don't know anybody yet ourselves that have come up with it. But it does sound like it's uh, it's a really, really tough disease, especially, you know, when it starts affecting your lungs and uh, shuts down there. That's why we're seeing the crisis that we have. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's like the next thing. I'm just waiting for somebody to know, or somebody know. that I know. I feel like that's kind of the next, well, re- like, wow, this is really real. You guys might remember this guy's name, and I'll end this segment right now. Uh, Tom Dempsey, I just saw on Twitter. He's uh, back in the 70s. I think it was actually 1970 against the Detroit Lions. He was the kicker for the New Orleans Saints. One foot, one arm, or one hand. He kicked a 63-yard field goal, the all-time record for a long, long time. He died of covid yeah. So more and more people, at least in the entertainment world and sports, you're hearing more about it. And it's hopefully we got to get a handle on it, guys. That's all there is to it. Well, we'll lighten things up here. We'll tell you, first of all, that uh, a couple of our partners, the CoronaConnection.com, they know it's great to be gold. Keep up to date on Cavalier Nation at CoronaConnection.com. Also, Advanced Elevator Company, they feature top expert field technicians for installation, troubleshooting, and repair of elevators. An area business leader and a longtime huge supporter of the Corona Public Schools and a proud partner of Three Point Podcast. So I'll catch our listeners up to speed real quick. We finally got this uh, damn thing recording again. So uh, we've gotten the order. We're pretty much on lockdown here in the studio. We're not allowed to leave. Matt's stuck uh, in his house. Uh, and for some odd reason, basically, we're his only entertainment. So the last few weeks, we've pretty much just been talking. We're pretty much running out of stuff to talk about. Um, but I will say this. The one thing that I have been thinking a lot about lately is the $1,200 stimulus check that may or may not be coming to one of us or all of us or none of us. Well, let's just say that it did come through. All right, this, it's twelve hundred bucks. I don't know a whole lot of hoops you got to jump through to get to it, get it. But let's say that you do get it and you can't spend it. Here's the the big thing: you can't spend it on rent or on food. You got to spend it basically on some sort of you know luxury item or something or clothes or something like that. So let's say that we each got twelve hundred dollar check. What do you think you would spend it on? Well, let me ask you a clarification first, and then we can go from there. Is it? Do we just nail it down on anything other than the essentials like just, or, yeah. or do you want it to be like something frivolous? Ex- what, what Describe I by, frivolous. What I mean by that is <laughs> that's a big word you threw out you there. You like that yeah. one, do you? Something self-gratifying, you know, something that Take you just want to either or spend the money and have fun with. Ta- either or. So I I'll explain it my so I'll do mine first, I guess. First thing I'm doing, I mean, we're going to be in quarantine at least for the rest of the month, which is at least like 20 more days. 
I'm getting basically the quote unquote Ted setup. I'm I'm getting a brand new, you know, 60 inch flat screen. I'm going to get all the works HBO, which is actually a little bit free for uh, a couple weeks here, pretty much, or 500 hours worth of content. I'm getting all the channels, everything, all the old school stuff, stars, Showtime, HBO, YouTube premium. I don't care everything. And I'm going to get a nice lazy boy. That's one potential thing I might do. Or I might do the more important thing, which would be I got to go find some sort of protection. I'm going to go find a a pistol or something or (laughs) something that might be able to protect our family if things really do go south here. So that's the way I'm looking at it. Well, you gave that one a lot more thought than I I had anticipated. Now, I did run this question by my wife, and she's very sensitive – She's much more sensitive than I am. She says, well, I'd like to donate it to uh, the food bank or healthcare <laughs> yeah. workers. And I thought, geez, if I bring up something like that, I'll get just mocked here on this contest. So I'll throw that out. Though I think maybe Because I know you wouldn't do it if this actually did happen. <laughs> That's why I threw my wife <laughs> yeah. in the conversation. But I, I would probably I might I might donate some of it. But if if I was gonna just take the twelve hundred dollars and do whatever I want with it, I would pick something off my because I'm pretty well set up at home with my entertainment center. Mm-hmm. So I'm good. This this quarantine really hasn't bothered me. A bit. I'm watching plenty of television. I love television, so that's fine with me. I would buy like a bucket list thing. Like I would, uh, I would invest that money and buy Detroit Tigers at Boston Red Sox tickets. Once the quarantine lifts, I'll have them in my hand later in the summer when baseball. Sort of like an ace in the hole type thing, yeah. where you're something to look forward to at the light at the end of the tunnel. Absolutely. So that, I, I thought about it. I thought maybe Garth Brooks tickets or something, but I, I would do the Tigers at the Red Sox. Kind of knock that right off the bucket list. That's kind of that's kind of the route I was going. Like initially, I did think trying to be like responsible. I was like, you know, I could twelve hundred bucks if I'm not using it on, like you said, the essentials. You know, I could pick some stocks that I think are going to like start rolling once this picks up and really invest it. But I, I know that's not the point of this question. So <laughs> I kind of went the same route. I thought I would find some like resort, uh, you know, like some vacation spot and get a few nights at a resort. So when this thing lifts, uh, my wife and I can like go away for a few nights or something like that. That's kind of what I was thinking. But then right before we started recording, one of my neighbors, he just got a brand new scooter, a moped, and I was like, you know what? Actually, I might <laughs> buy a moped. A I've never had a yeah. moped. Just you know, fun. it's one of those. Just never like bought one. I know Jared, you had one, or do you still have it? I have it. It's uh, currently out of commission. Right. Okay. I, I thought that's what it, where it stood right now, but um, I've never just you know taken the dive and bought a moped. So I thought, you know what? I could buy a decent moped for twelve hundred bucks and just tool around on that while we're all inside yeah that's actually that's the best answer i've heard that's a great answer they are a blast to drive and that's kind of like you wonder why mine's out of commission right now basically like almost everything of mine once i left my house and went to college i came home this winter my moped's just sitting out in the snow just doused in snow it's like what's going on out here i noticed that myself i was gonna say to your dad i say i'll give you 50 bucks for that thing that's (laughs) rusting away it's like so you wonder why it doesn't run that's how we take care of it i leave you know not only is my room gone but my moped's just getting doused in snow every night but uh yeah so that's fair i don't know I, I agree. The the moped's definitely great. Uh, I I actually would like to switch my answer to the moped. Have you, you Ted? You kind of seem like a motorcycle type guy. Did you ever I dabble? A, yeah, I was a motorcycle guy. I would. I'd love to have a, a small Harley that I could handle. It might down the road, you know, maybe as a retirement gift to myself because I do like riding a motorcycle. But I don't know if the wife would let me or not. I don't yeah. Know. But they're fun. They are fun. 
they kind of scare me a little bit. Like I said, I've, I've rode a moped, but all right. Uh, moving on, another uh, just kind of question that I figured I'd throw out at you guys. If you this is an important one, and there, this is the important distinction here is that it's with your current like. So let's say all of us in high school, like probably at our peaks as it comes to like basketball or football. Probably that was when we were at our best. I would say. Um, so if you could be a member on any team in history. Um, obviously with your current skill level or whatever, high school skill level, like who would you pick? So I think that, you know, the first thing that comes to your mind is a team like, oh, the dream team. But if I'm on the dream team, I'm going to be Christian Leitner time 10. Like they're going to hate me. I'm going to be the loser on the team. I'm going to be the guy that doesn't deserve to be there. You're going to be the towel boy. I'm going to be the towel boy. So that's what, so dream team's out. Then I thought like, oh, fab five, like that. I've always thought that would be a really cool team to, to be on Matt. Probably that might be at the top of his list. But then I'm like, well, if I'm on the Fab Five, I'm gonna be on the like in the infamous scrimmage they had against like the the old like the guys the old regime, and they just kicked their ass. Like I would be on the old regime, and I would just get my butt whooped. I wouldn't be a part of the cool like five people. So I think that the only right answer to this one is I picked basically any put, put a bunch of names in a hat 1950 NBA teams and just draw one out and I'll play on one of them and I'll be I'll be the best player in the league. So that's what I that's what I settled on. No I don't know. Respect. No the, respect. The Detroit whatever they were called back then, the Red Wings I some, but that's who I would play for. Wow. Well, I would. Uh, I, uh, I'm not along those lines, but I'm. I was a pretty good baseball player. Remember, I was uh, the guy from the Sandlot. What's mm-hmm. his name? Benny the Jet Benny of the your Jet. friend group. I'm Benny the Jet, yeah. Of your friend group that uh, has like a losing pretty, record in high school. I was pretty good in high school. I put on and played pretty good competitive fast pitch softball. So it wouldn't be too far off the realm. But I would. I would put myself on the uh, 1968 Tigers. I'd be a utility player. You know, I'd be a backup infielder, maybe like Dick Trzewski at the time. You know, I I I I would be okay. I would be okay. I probably wouldn't hit for no uh no power for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I probably could uh, hit for, you know, 200 or a little bit higher, but I had a good glove, so I think I could fit myself on that team and be and I'll tell you what, the 68 Tigers, the personalities they had on that team and this was before the day and age of money, money, money which has taken over sports. They still hung together. They still had off-season jobs because they weren't living so on the So you think salary. you could make the 1968 Tigers team, but yet you always say how good they were, how good Babe Ruth is. If you're thinking that, wouldn't you say that you'd be like the best player in, on the 1927 Yankees or something? No, because you, I, I don't think you give enough respect for the ball that was played in those generations. You, you would have no you just, chance of playing on just, an NBA team yes, in 1940. You just said that you'd be an uh, infielder batting 200, well, maybe more, on, a, on, a, on not even that old of a team. Well, like the, basically a 1970 team. Yeah. It's because I, I watched that team. You do a little research. They had a shortstop, Ray Euler. I don't even think he hit 200. I think he hit about 198. Good God. Uh, Dick Trzewski, the guy I mentioned as a utility player, he was barely over 200. So am I saying I would make the club? No. <laughs> but again, this is a hypothetical, and I think I could fit in some scenario like that. How about you, Matt? Your turn. That's That's the route I was thinking first. I was trying to think of, like, the 2012 Tigers or the 2006 Tigers and being like a, a Don Kelly type of player, kind of like what you were saying, Ted, being like a utility. Right. Put me in to steal the base, put me in left field when you need, you know, just some defensive help. I was thinking that, but uh, what I landed on, what I would actually pick is the 1997 Michigan football team, the national championship football team. They had Ty Streets. He was probably their best receiver. They had Jeremy Tooman. Um, the best tight end, and I could be like the Julian Edelman slot guy. Just, you know, you got Tooman, you got Streets, you know, streaking down the field. 
I'll just run those dig routes all day. I'll run the comebacks. I'll run the curls, and I'll I'll just I'll be the possession receiver for that '97 Michigan team. That that's kind of what I landed on. I think Matt, you know, he's he's coming up with some pretty good answers because that's really when you think about it, that's not all that far out of the realm of possibility. I mean, you were a, a standout wide receiver, a starting know? receiver on on the on the Rose Bowl Michigan football <laughs> team. I, that's a little bit out of the realm. I mean, that's a little bit out well, of the realm. I know, but you know, look, that was right when Matt was in his prime, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. So the same well, time frame. Seven. I was in middle school. Yeah. Oh, so I mean, okay. a few years later. I thought you were a little older. Sorry. <laughs> well, what is the right answer? I mean, we can't have a right answer. <laughs> well, I'm just saying your ability. The, I know the wrong answer was your response to what he said. <laughs> it was just saying that it wasn't out of the realm. Okay. I, fair enough. I think he could be. He could probably maybe like he could be on the roster. I don't think a starting. I, I don't know. I, oh. Okay. I mean, well, I, well that's I what he said. That. Well, yeah. He didn't say he was going to be a starter. Yeah, he did. He said he was going to be a starting slot receiver. Yeah, was, is that what you no, said? This is, this is my hypothetical. Oh, that's I'm going to be a <laughs> receiver for the 97 National Championship team. Okay. I, I missed that first. <laughs> I mean, I guess you you can't say that it's impossible, and I would say it's point like it's a 0.1% chance that you'd earn that starting spot. <laughs> I can see we're having fun with this already. This well, all right, moving on. All right, so I have uh, one final one for you guys. Um, if you could pick one moment, and I'm just gonna. I know Ted. Like this is probably your your one that you were gonna throw out there. I'm just gonna exclude anything religious. You can't you can't say like Moses parting the Red Sea or Jesus, you know, coming from the tomb or something. Okay, right. So exclude that. If you could pick like any moment in history to watch, like as a spectator, like let's say you have a seat, old school seat from Tiger Stadium. You're watching this from you know third baseline. It's basically what you're watching. If you could pick any um, event, what would you pick? I'll start. The so my first thought was, and I don't think that this is this is a little bit morbid maybe, but I was thinking of like, oh, like I'd love to watch like the battle for three hundred, like the three hundred Romans taking on a million. It's funny you the bring Spartans. That up, I kind of was looking at the same thing, but I also thought it was morbid. I thought it'd be kind of cool to watch uh, the battle at Gettysburg, but yeah, that was just kind of an so. I, I feel like I would if I like like D Day. Like, you'd right. be kind of depressed watching it. It's kind of sad to think about. Yeah. So I had one more like the Mayans going against like Cortez, where apparently he killed like twenty thousand people like by himself. So <laughs> like those are just a few that I would thought about. But yeah, not going to watch a battle. What I did settle was something still pretty morbid, but not quite as morbid, and that was the Abraham Lincoln assass- assassination. So great moment. Uh, like well, not a great moment, but a big moment in U.S. history. Not only do I get to watch like a great play that's up to the president's <laughs> standards, so not only do I have that entertainment where I can watch that, but you also have this. I get to see Abraham Lincoln, see what he's saying for basically an hour and a half. Get to see obviously you know the infamous moment of him getting killed, and then the like the chase afterward, uh, looking for John Wilkes Booth. So that's what I settled on. It's not I wasn't necessarily super happy with that answer, but that's what I came up. You with. know, I had an honorable mention, which was and and uh, believe me. That was an interesting, intriguing question that you came up with, and I was thinking more uh, along the same lines of of the tragical, tragic yeah. stuff in history, like the Kennedy assassination, you know, watching that. But along the lines of Lincoln getting killed, I thought, well, think about Abraham Lincoln and think about history. The Gettysburg Address. If you're in the crowd when he does the Gettysburg Address, that'd be kind of cool. That's an yeah. honorable mention. Um, I think if I'm going to go historical, and if it was sports historical... I would say Miracle on Ice. That's another honorable mention. It'd yep. be kind of cool to be in the stands when they beat the Russians. But I, since I was out in Philadelphia last year and was actually in the room where they signed the Declaration of Independence, I'd like to be in that room watching their discussions to put this country in place. So that's, that's probably that's a better pick. answer, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. It's funny that we all kind of went to the 
the morbid side, the kind of tragedies, because the first thing I thought of was the JFK assassination. Yeah. Right. Like, would you actually want to be there and watch that? And probably not, I guess. But, right. but yeah, it's kind of funny that those are like the historical moments that come to mind right away when this question comes up. But I was thinking about it kind of in a little bit of a different sense. Like, I'm, I'm looking at it how I'm going to be there, and then I'm also going to help myself out. I'm taking what I know right now back to 2002. I I looked up the date. I knew it was around the time that I graduated high school, but when the first cell phone came out with a camera on it, it was a a Nokia, like a (laughs) flip phone, I would want to be there when they unveil it or when they're, like, getting ready to put this thing out to public. I would be there, and I would just start chiming in and be like, put a selfie camera on it. Put a selfie camera on it. It's going to be big coming up. And then I'm going to, like, trademark the selfie camera on a cell phone. And I'm going to be – I'm not going to be doing this podcast right now. I'd be telling yeah. you that because I'd be retired somewhere in Hawaii or something like that. Yeah, that's a different – that's, like, a smarter way. Like, I guess we're – for that example, you're basically living out the rest of your life. Like, you're basically going – it's like a time machine you're almost right. using in a sense. Right. It's smart. That's, a, that's an out-of-the-box way of thinking about it. What's, like, a simple invention – because I almost feel like the selfie camera, you yourself can't quite like put that together. You need help from others. Sort of like what Mark Zuckerberg, how the – I just watched this on Netflix the other day, by the way, Social Network, how he stole the idea from the, the two the twins because right. they couldn't code it. But right. they had the Facebook idea, but they just couldn't do anything with it. So I feel like that's sort of the same thing. Something that I think I could create, like if you would just take me back in the day, and I think I've said this before, like a pitchfork. <laughs> it's so simple, and it's so – like it's so easy to use and it makes so much sense to pick up mulch with. So I like something like that. So simple that I could make it with my own two hands, two hands. That's probably what I would do that's if we're going that. that route. Yeah. I'm not sure I can think of something right off the cuff here. So yeah. a spatula, like I mean, just you, something. You, could, you could go like windshield wipers. Yeah. Go, go back and be the person that does that seatbelt. Yeah. yeah. Just simple stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We got another topic. Let's kick this one around. Um, in sports, okay, if you could see one sports matchup, okay, what would it be? It can be individuals or teams. For an example, you could have Nolan Ryan match up against Babe Ruth, or you could have the 27 Yankees against the 84 Tigers. So it could either be a team matchup or an individual matchup, and I gave this one quite a bit of thought. And my, uh, my pick would be I would love to have seen Mike Tyson in his prime, fight Muhammad Ali in his prime. That's a, yeah. that's a good one. I didn't even think about that one. That's I like that one. one. That would be an all-time pay-per-view oh, that no you gotta doubt. you got to assemble the troops for to yeah. buy. Um, the way I, I actually want to put this back on to you. Okay. Pick a player. Pick, like, who's the best player from the 1970s, like, that you would say? Like, basketball. Let's say basketball. In basketball, 1970s. Oh, geez. Uh, Kareem. Okay, so that, okay, maybe 70s, let's say 1960s, so like John Havlicek or something. Okay, So somebody who was a dominant, like Bob Bob Cousy, yeah, Bill Russell, and I'll just take like some average center from like today's game, like, I don't know, Andre Drummond, and let's see like how they match up. I would like to see, like, that's as far as I went for like one-on-one, so that we can kind of settle the debates, I don't know, maybe these guys actually could play in today's game, or, or Andre Drummond would just be... Will Chamberlain, if he played back then. Uh, but as for like the actual game, I'd want to see. I think this is an obvious one. But I mean, Michael Jordan and the '96 Bulls versus take any one of LeBron's like championship teams. So probably I would take probably like the 2012, 2013 Miami Heat, where they swept the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, in the finals. I would probably take that one. Like I would love to just see LeBron versus Michael. Even if Michael ended up like sweeping him or something, I just want to see how they match up. 
That'd be that'd be a good one. I was thinking about that. You know, some of the classic NBA teams versus some of the current teams. I thought you were going to say one of the Warriors teams. I know you hate the Warriors, but that's what mm-hmm. a lot of people talk about because yeah. the Warriors broke the Bulls' record mm-hmm. for the regular season wins. But the one, the, like the hill that I will die on uh, and I will argue it for the rest of my life is that the Redeem team is far better. That's a good one. Oh, far better is maybe a stretch. Far better is maybe a stretch. But the Redeem team is better than the Dream team. Like if we're talking teams, I would love to see the 2008 Redeem team, even the 2012 Redeem team, against mm-hmm. that 92 Dream team. Because I feel like it's like a, it's like a fairy tale. It's kind of like a, a romance type thing that people are in love with that 92 Dream team. And I would look, just love to see Prime Kobe, LeBron, Kevin Durant, Melo, Dwayne Wade, just run those dudes off the floor. Yeah, that's honest. Just be laughing the whole you, time. So that that's the yeah. team matchup that I would I would watch. But that, the the individual one that it came right to my mind, and it's not just because I'm a Kobe Bryant fan, but it would be a legitimate one on one is Kobe in his prime versus MJ in his prime. Mm-hmm. I think everyone would want to see that. I think most people, you know, you can argue like who's the greatest in the NBA, but like most people will agree that the closest comparison to Michael Jordan is Kobe Bryant, and just see both of them in their prime, taking it seriously because you know they would, playing one-on-one in, in a gym. That, that would be just must-watch TV. The Redeem Team versus the Dream Team, That's the be- because that basically just blew mine out of the water of the 1970s player versus the... Because basically <laughs> that, that answers all those questions, and you get to see all the individual matchups kind of throughout the game. Michael Jordan versus Kobe, Michael Jordan versus LeBron. Uh, like it, you kind of get all that in that game, and you get to answer the decades question all in one. That's the best answer I can hear. And you know, I, I'm the I'm the big fan of the original Dream Team, but the only drawback I would have against the team that, that Matt brought up is I would have loved to seen the dream team a little bit more in their prime. Yeah. You know, like Larry Bird was all banged up, was limping around. I mean, Magic. some of their star uh-huh. players were older. If they had been in their prime, it might be a little different story. You know, right in their prime. But I think the two teams, I'd probably have to lean to Kobe's team, to be honest with you, just because of the, the age the guys were on the original dream team. Plus, Christian Leitner was on that team. <laughs> Well, they had Anthony Davis when he was fresh out of. Well, that's true. That's but, true. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's a good point. They are a little bit aged, and that would just, of course, they, we would say, "Oh, this is going to answer the decades question," and then that would happen, and you would just have the excuse, "Oh, they're out of their prime." So right. then it wouldn't that's even. We would just the keep arguing. It would just right. keep going. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, here's one. I don't know. This one, I th- I'm going to throw it out there because you guys are younger and may not have a, a, a solid answer at this point. With me being the older guy. I've been around the block a few times, and here's a question: If you ha- if you could go to one vacation spot you've already been to, where would you like to go? And this is this is what I was going to clarify with this. This is: Are we saying hypothetically the only place we can vacation the rest of our life? Is yep. that what this question is? Yep, the only place you can go to from now on. Now. Disney's a good one, Matt. It's got to be on your list. I, I, I think that's, I would bet $1,000 that's where he's picking. <laughs> but, and I think I actually might be picking that too. I don't have, I haven't been to a lot of places. I've been to Panama City Beach well, twice. Bad. Okay. But do I really think I want to go there when I'm 45? Right. Not really. I've been to Disney World when I was like six, hardly remember it, but I do remember some parts of it. Uh, from Matt's recommendation, it sounds like an awesome place. <laughs> and I've been to Pittsburgh. That's basically where I've been. Yeah. <laughs> so that's I, the generational. Yeah. Thing right so there. I think I got to pick. I think I got to go Disney World. I, I, you know, if I have kids, they'll enjoy it. Right. Uh, it's not Panama City Beach, which is kind of crappy as it is. It's basically a hangout for high schoolers and college kids. So, yeah, that would be what I would pick like right now. But in 10 years, that's not where I'm going to be wanting to go. Yeah. And I, I, 
I've been to quite a few places. I loved going out to New York City for vacation. I've been out to California, which is just uh, God's country to me. I love it out there. But if I had one vacation spot I could go to, it's the only one I can go to the rest of my life. I think I would go to the Florida Keys and Key West. I mean, I had such a good time when I went there on a vacation. There's so much to do. The weather is so awesome, and it's so laid back. That's my favorite vacation spot, Key West, Florida. Yeah, that, that's a good spot, and I, I definitely thought about Disney. I did, um, but I was trying to think of a place that like has like versatility. Like it's not just kind of like a one trick pony type of thing. There's a lot to do at Disney. You could stay on the resort and do a lot at the resort. But I, I landed on Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I would go to LA. You've got the good weather. You've got the beaches. You've got a nice downtown. You've got pro sports. You've got awesome hiking. Um, you know the oceans there, and you know there's just. L.A., is, there's just so much to do, and um, I, I don't think, like, you could ever really, if that was the only spot you could ever vacation, I mean, maybe eventually you'd get sick of it, but you could always find something to do, so I, I landed on Los Angeles. That's a good one. Um, one final one before we take a quick little break and let Matt throw his list out. Um, again, I'll go, I'll go with the sports-related one. Hopefully this isn't too easy, but if you could only watch two players in a three-point shootout, what two would you pick? Pistol Pete, Steph Curry. I, I, a lot of people will say, like, old-school players, like, oh, but Pistol Pete was putting up 60 points a, a game in college without a three-point line, and he was shooting threes. They just didn't count. They just counted for two. So I'd like to see that because, I mean, we've kind of seen all the other – I mean, Ray Allen's done three-point contests. Like, Reggie Miller has done them, hasn't really won one, I don't think. So it's kind of like we've already seen a lot of the great three-point contests. Uh, of like our generation, so I'll just say like Pistol Pete. I love that you said Pete Maravich because you know how close to my heart he is, and he was a solid, solid honorable mention. But it's Steph Curry mm-hmm. for sure, and Larry Bird. Larry Bird <laughs> is the best. I mean, yeah. Larry Bird said, "Who's going to finish second, boys?" <laughs> and and he did it. I mean, Larry Bird, if he's if he's shooting for money, that's where that's where my money is at. So, I li- yeah, that's a good sales pitch. The shooting for money part, you know, you never know what could happen, right? But. That was mine. That was when I saw this question. The two I thought of right away was Bird and Curry. It would just be that would be such a cool matchup to see. Let me throw out one more of you, Ted. You texted us this. I'm surprised you didn't ask it. Well, uh, and I just like I this can only one. Do three. So. Yeah, well, it's to be honorable mention, I guess, that I kind of wanted to answer selfishly. But, okay, go ahead. But if you could play one board game slash card game, um, like for the rest of your life, that's it. Mine is Risk. I don't know if you guys are big risk board game players. That might be surprising to you considering you know how much video games I play. That and, is surprising to me. But I've played probably more games of risk than anything else in my life. And we used to have like a risk league, as nerdy as that sounds, right. like when I was in middle school and high school. Uh, but no, risk in my for my money, it's the best risk. It's the best uh, board game out there. Well, board game or card game isn't that yeah. how I phrase it? Because yes. my pick's going to be if I if I could only play one game, a board game or card game, it's going to be euchre. That's what I'm going to go with. I don't know how to play that. that. Yeah, Euchre was definitely high on my, my list. I, I'm really shocked at Risk. I mean, that's a cool game, but, man, I just... I, I love like it. I don't know. With it it's got everything. <laughs> it's got strategy. It's got, you know, you can trash talk. You can <laughs> convince people. I love it. It's right. just a great game. You but like what, what would you, you like? pick? Good game. Um, I landed... I, I figured Yahtzee. I was going to say Yahtzee. I can just sit there. I, I like that game. It's easy. You know, it does take a little bit of thinking. You know, you're kind of keeping your brain engaged a little bit, but I could just play game after game of Yahtzee. Well, let me throw another honorable mention in before we break here, since we're talking about games. Uh, I had another one I had on my list just to throw out there. If you had only one game show you could watch, 
What one would that be? I thought you might ask this one. I honest to God, I you should pick one for me. I don't know. I honestly don't ever, ever really watch game shows. Well, for me, I mean, it's the obvious answer to me is Jeopardy. That that would be what I'd want to mm. watch. I mean, who wants to be a millionaire is a good one. Price is right. $10,000 pyramid. But Jeopardy all the way is the greatest game show of all time. Jeopardy is cool. Um, kind of same thing. Like it. Sometimes it's always pretty interesting, I guess. But uh, sometimes it's a little boring to me. Maybe it's, I don't know, a generational thing. But um, no, Jeopardy's great. I do like Jeopardy. But definitely for me, it was easy. Family Feud. Ah. Family Feud, super entertaining, especially with Steve Harvey. You know, there's been other hosts that are good. But Steve Harvey's hilarious. You know, the characters, the, the topics are funny. I could watch Family Feud for hours. I remember I always used to watch, uh, now that I think, now that I'm thinking about it, like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? And when that was kind of really popular, I was like, like probably like a fifth grader. And I just remember, Jeff Fox, I just remember thinking like, these kids are so much smarter than I am. <laughs> like I am a freaking idiot. So uh, that would probably be my one that I would pick. Well, we'll get Matt's list here in a second, but I just want to tell you about uh, some of our other great partners. Step up and help one of our great supporters. That's Rivals Tap House and Grill, the official sports bar of Three Point Podcast. They're open for food, beer, and takeout, including a wide variety of craft brews and growlers. They're there for us. Be there for them. Rivals Tap House and Grill in Corona. And everybody likes a great deal, right? Go online at Sharon and Auction Service for info on upcoming auctions. The auction house is packed with all kinds of items. I just saw that they had some flooring from Home Depot. I mean, in this quarantine why not do some home repairs? You know, what else you got to do? Break away from the TV for a little bit. So check out SheridanAuctionService.com for all they got going on. And Or if you want to call Troy Crow, it's 989-720-SELL for further details. And, and while we're talking about rivals and the other uh, advertisers here... We were kicking around an idea, and here locally, we want to help out some of the businesses out there that are still, you know, in business. You know, we talked about the quarantine. You, you can't go into restaurants or bars, so definitely give our local people some support, like Applebee's, Arby's. You know, I'm going to go right down the list, guys, and give them a little love here. Big B Coffee, Big Boy, though uh, I think they open at 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock, something like that in the morning. And they a lot of these businesses have, uh, you know different hours, so they're trying to keep their doors open but still help serve us. Big John Steak and Onion, one of my favorites. Uh, Bob Evans, Burger King, Capitals Grill, Chips Place. I'll throw a few more out here as we go along. Cozy Cafe, Culver's, Cupcake and Kisses. Uh, Dedick's Bar and Grill, an interesting one. Truckers are welcome, $10 or 10% or ten off for all truck drivers just pulling their parking lot and place their order. Uh, Domino's Pizza, El Patrono, uh, Fortune House, if you're in the mood for some Chinese. <laughs> This is electric radio. It is. Continue. Well, I mean, we're, this is this is a public service, Jared. We're just yep. helping some of these people I out. Appreciate it. Throwing it out there. So we'll maybe throw some other names out here in a minute or two and try to break it up in future podcasts. But let's get to Matt's list. All right. Um, yeah. So to keep the the hypothetical questions going, we're we're stuck in this quarantine like everyone else. If you could only listen to. One band or, you know, one musical artist, and that, that's all you could listen to, similar to the vacation that we talked about. Um, one, one band, one musical artist while you're in quarantine the rest of your life, what would it be? I'll, I'll let you guys start it off. So you're saying quarant- so for the rest of your life. It's not just for this quarantine yeah. period. Not, not, yeah, not just during quarantine, for the okay. rest of your life. All right. The one that I'd have to pick is, and, and it's not even like he's my favorite, like my favorite, you guys know, favorite uh, rapper, singer, or whatever you want to call him, is uh, Post, Post Malone, Malone right now. But he doesn't have a very big catalog. 
the guy that has a huge catalog and I pretty I, he used to be one of my favorites. He still is like up really up there is uh, Drake. I don't even know if if Ted do you even know who that is? Yeah, I know who it is. He's the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors guy. Yeah, yeah, I figured that might be how you know him. So yeah, he's got a, the thing that's key about Drake, and this might be where this might be a little bit wishy washy. He's he's always featured on all the hit songs because people know like oh you tag Drake's name and do it so a lot of the good songs he's featured on so I also I'm guessing I get those as well a part of his well, catalog or the not right now yeah because I could use that in my picks okay yeah, that's fine. so I got a lot of songs that he's featured on and plus he's already got a lot of like I think I checked on my Spotify I like 63 of his songs saved so decent amount of songs that I like right bad. there not bad but that's the rest of your life 63 songs I mean, that's the best I got. It's only one guy. I mean, that's not a bad little rip. Okay. Plus, what else he's going to put out, and I'll probably find some new stuff that I like. Mine's a complete no-brainer to me. I mean, my favorite, if if it was going to be, if you could only go to one concert the rest of your life, I might have leaned to Queen. Queen's my favorite band I've ever seen in concert and will always be. But if I could only listen to one group or solo artist uh, the rest of my life, it's going to be the Beatles, and you you include the Beatles solo songs as well. So it's the Beatles. That's, that was my first thought, too, just kind of like what you guys are talking about, the, the catalog they have. You could, it would take a long time just to get through every song that they put out. I mean, they have their own channel on Sirius. <laughs> right. So, I mean, that, that's, that's, I feel like, maybe an obvious choice for a lot of people. I even saw a lot of great music, too. Um, so I, I thought about the Beatles, but I did, I did figure, and it's probably not going to be surprising to you guys, but I did say Bob Seger, just because I feel like, it's like a wide variety of music. There's like chill music. There's some kind of like upbeat music. But I was also thinking about Drake too because of that reason. There's stuff that you could just be like chilling out to. There's stuff that you yeah, know it's all the boxes you're like amped up or whatever. So I, I did. I did figure Bob Seger though. That's kind of what I went with. Has music sort of become, because I don't know about you guys, like I can't listen to country music anymore because it's all about like, as long as long as we're in this quarantine, because it's like, it's all like Sam Hunt, one of my favorite country music guys dropped an album. It's like, I don't even like feel like listening to this stuff because it's about, you know, driving down back roads and drinking cold beers on a Friday night and in barn parties and all this sort of stuff. The same thing with like rap. It's all about going to the club and hitting the club up on a Tuesday. Like it's stuff like that. And it's like, I don't, I can't really relate to it right now. Yeah. I mean, I like country music. I'm more old school country, you know, so these new artists and new songs they come out with, um, I'm not, I don't really have much of an opinion on that. Before we, before we get to another one though, how devastated are you that no faster horses? They haven't officially canceled it, but yeah, it kind of actually was like last week driving I in here they to the did studio. Cancel it. Oh, is it officially I done? I saw something. Now I saw something on Twitter. I, I'm not. It's pretty much done. Yeah, it's pretty. De- it, it'll set in right around July 20th. You know when we go every year. Right. It's definitely set in, but it, yeah, it still hasn't quite hit me. Is there to still my a little hope yet. that they might reschedule? I don't think so. No, no I think it's just going to take a year, mm-hmm. and you never know. I mean, with these things, who knows if it ever even. We don't know. We don't know. Maybe another will never come back. Oh, oh, that'll be a bummer. Well, what else you got for us, Matt? That would be a bummer. Yeah, so the next one I had was a similar um, scenario. You're, you know, we all, not everyone likes to enjoy an alcoholic drink, but we've talked about that we like to enjoy beverage every now and again. So if you could only have one alcoholic drink for the rest of your life, whether it's a specific wine or a specific beer or a specific whiskey, that's all you could drink if you were ever going to have a cocktail for the rest of your life. What would it be? And it's, again, not going to be surprising what I picked. And I was trying to think, like, I, I do like to, I like to have a beer. Every once in a while, my wife and I, we drink wine. But that stuff, I'm, I'm to the point 
like a wine has to be like a specific meal or a specific mood. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't want to drink that the rest of my life. Even beer, I feel like after a while, even if it was like a Modelo or something that I really like, probably get sick of it after a while. So I did go with a Moscow Mule just because it's a really like a variety of a taste. You could make it really strong if you want, put more vodka in it. You can make it a little lighter if you want, put a little more lime juice if you want that. So uh, Moscow Mule is what I went with if that's what I had to drink. Let me clarif- Let me see if I can get a clarification on one thing. If, if, it, if beer was the choice... It's got to be a specific brand. You can't yeah. just say beer. Can't just say beer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just want to I, verify. I picked. Um, I mean, that's. I mean, geez. I don't know. That's a hangover in a class right there with a <laughs> Moscow Mule. So I, I can't pick that one, especially with quarantine. Like getting a hangover in the middle of quarantine. That sounds horrible to me right now. And you guys also know me. I'm not a big time. You know, obviously it's the rest of my life. I probably will grow into one. Kind of like seems like everyone does. But I'm not a big casual drinker right now. Like I'm. I'm not like I know like Matt and Ted. You're probably doing a lot like within quarantine where you're you know just watching tv and you like pop a beer like i haven't drinking in, in a month Very, really since yeah, we've a beer here and there but yeah not much at all so the, what i would pick though is is basically truly's i mean you guys know i love my hard seltzers i mean it's basically water it's light on the stomach it's not like a bud light where you drink a few and it feels like you have a freaking rock in your stomach you can drink you know 10 of them and still feel like you're just drinking water so it'd probably be truly's but i feel like i would get sick of those pretty dang soon but yeah i mean if it since we got the clarification, my number one pick was beer, not a specific <laughs> brand, because you could mix it up. But since I so can't I could pick just that, say what like vodka and yeah, then okay. you can mix whatever you want with it. But I'm gonna go if I if I have to have a specific drink the rest of my life, it's gonna be a margarita. It's gonna I love margaritas. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna be pounding them, yeah. but a couple margaritas here and there, that's my choice all the way. I love it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good choice too, especially because. Kind of like the Moscow Mules. I, I get what you're saying, Jared. The the hangover thing. Um, yeah, you could you could definitely give yourself a hangover if you drink too many Moscow Mules. But it's a, it's an easy sipping drink too. Yeah. Like make one. You can sip on one of those for an hour or something if you want. But but yeah, because I was thinking about White Claws or Trulies, and I was like, I don't know if I would want to like just if I wanted to have one. You know, you're sitting yeah. by the pool. You want to just have one drink or something. I'm not about to like sip on one White Claw. If I'm cracking those open, I'm drinking like ten of them. <laughs> so that, that's why I went away from the hard seltzer. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if it would have been, if the question would have been phrased, "What alcoholic drink would you drink just during the quarantine?" Now that's a that's a different story because the my pontoon's going in the water probably next week, and it's beer all the way. I could pick Coors <laughs> yeah. Light and I'd be living it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds pretty good, actually. Getting the pontoon out on the water. Yes, it does. So you it, might you uh, might just be living on the pontoon for the next three. Yeah, weeks. I will be doing plenty of fishing. Is that I one of those you. things where if they say like, "Hey, nothing on the water," and Lake Manitou, do you think that might be what finally pushes you over the edge to like insanity? It would definitely be, yes at this time of year for sure because I am so anticipating getting the boat in the water, and that's just a hypothetical question because they're not going to say that's for sure. <laughs> No. You got another question, so, Matt? Yep. Yeah, the last one I have, um, so pick kind of similar to some of the other sports ones that we had, but if you could only pick one team to watch for the rest of your life, so similar to the, the musical artist, one team, but you can watch that's the only team's games that you can watch for the rest of your life. So say Michigan football, all you can watch is their whole history of Michigan football. You pick the Detroit Tigers. That's all you're watching is Detroit Tigers games for the rest of your life. From 1900 to 2020, but it's only Detroit Tigers games. Um, Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I'll jump in. 
Is it all games or just games that are televised, that have been televised? Because you almost have to start in the 40s. All games. We'll, yeah, we'll all say games. all games. Yeah. Okay. Somehow, somehow footage is found of the 1930 Tigers. Nope, that's perfect. But it's a hypothetical. So all of a sudden you can see racist Ty Cobb spiking guys when he's sliding into third base. Gotcha. So that, that would kind of change things a little bit. Well, I'm going to jump in first if you don't mind me giving an answer. Yeah, go ahead. It's the Tigers. I mean, the, the library, you know, you got 162 games, plus you got the playoffs and World Series they're in. It's, you, it, the library is just massive. So if, if that's all I can watch all time until I die, Detroit Tiger baseball. I'm going with um, Michigan football, and I feel like that might be the obvious answer. But I'm picking Michigan football because, one, they have the huge catalog. They've been playing for freaking 120 years or something. And they also ten actually games won year, some games, games and they've actually won some games back then. So I have those. <laughs> and I, I just think it would be hilarious. It's like you hear the stories about how they used to bring in like Michigan school to death. They would teach them football <laughs> and then they would scrimmage them afterward, just beat them by like 70. I would love to see one of those games. Uh, but my second choice would be maybe like, and I just thought of this, like Corona football or something like that. It'd be kind of cool to see the history of hmm. Football, the thing with football is it really hamstrings you. Not many games. Like I don't think you could watch all of the Tigers games in your life. That's the drawback, yeah. You're right. So I think baseball, but I just hate baseball so much that I can't bring myself to pick a baseball I didn't team. expect you to say anything different. But So I think I'd have to go with Michigan football probably. And Michigan football was pretty high on my list too, but I, but I didn't go with it. How about you, Matt? I was, I was thinking Michigan football too, but like I told you guys when we were texting, it, there would be a lot of disappointment if I was watching mm-hmm. Michigan football. I'd be like, why am I still a fan of this team? I just get let down over and over again. But I, I thought about baseball, you know, like the Yankees. You could watch old Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, and stuff like that. That'd be pretty cool. Obviously the Tigers. But I did, I did decide the Los Angeles Lakers for a similar reason. A lot of games and just like a ridiculous history of like superstar players. So you're watching like all the way back to like George Mikan. And, you know, Magic, Kareem, Shaq, and Kobe, now LeBron. So the Lakers, you would just be an endless showcase of like just awesome games that's yeah legit. that's a pretty good one that's legit because you know it's 80 80 to 100 games a year mm-hmm. yeah that's pretty good so right. yeah you can be entertained and it's kind of along those lines like i don't know if you guys have done this yet but espn's been airing a lot of old games like a few nights ago they aired the, the 2005 rose bowl usc in texas but last night they had the 2010 nba finals on it was right. game seven lakers in uh celtics when the lakers won and I just I turned it on. It was like the second quarter when I turned it on. I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." I ended up watching the whole thing because yeah. I was like, "This is ridiculous." I know how this game's going to end, but it's so cool to watch that old game. I haven't watched it since since 2010, I guess. So yeah. I don't know if you guys have done that yet. Yeah, I kind of checked out the the uh, USC um, Texas game, mm-hmm. and I I wasn't I, you know, I wasn't really anticipating. But once I heard Keith Jackson, and then was watching the players that were on the field, that was kind of cool to watch. Yeah, I, I actually did watch a little part of that, and I actually found myself watching like uh, Bronny Junior's like game versus St. Vincent St. Mary. I, you're just we're so desperate for sports right now that yeah. I could pretty much watch anything. Well, let's let's before we wrap this uh, this podcast up. And believe it or not, you know we always wonder we can have enough to talk about, but you get the three of us together, we're not at a loss for words by any stretch in the entertainment world. I know 
Uh, I just saw that uh, Tiger King's coming out with another episode. Excited? Not excited? What's I'm, your thought? I'm not. I'm already predisposed. I don't. That's. I just completely butchered that word. But I'm already that word uh, toward this show or uh, toward this new episode because it's like it seems like such a money grab. Seems like so added on, not necessary. Almost like the last episode kind of felt that way in a sense already. And I just don't know what they're going to add. I, I liked the show, but the fact that everyone can't stop talking about it on Twitter and social media and, all over and everything, podcasts. it's all over everything the now. Characters yeah. now are being interviewed. And, like and so David it's like, Spain. I kind of just want to get away from it. But now we're going to have a whole nother, at least another week of it. Yeah, and that, that's kind of what I wonder, too. Like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that, this is going to be great. One more episode. But then, like, didn't I see it's, it's Jeff Lowe, the, the yeah. dude rocking the Oakley hat? It's kind of like his episode. And Jeez. I don't know how you guys felt. I mean, he, he's an interesting character. They were all interesting. He was probably my one of the least favorite characters yeah, to he's me. A sleaze so I, yeah, I just wonder, like, what's it even going to be about? Right. Like, I would watch one about the Antle guy. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. Jeff Lowe, I could really care less what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, he's a con artist. That's how, that's how I see it. I will give Jared uh, one. Go ahead, Matt. You guys saw that. I, I know you did. Maybe, maybe we shared it on Twitter or something. But speaking of Jeff Lowe, you guys saw that he ran his little scheme in St. John's, Michigan a while back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember all the details. Maybe you can, can you clarify that a little bit? But I know there was a connection to St. John's. Yeah, I mean, he basically he had, like, a similar thing to what he kind of obviously wasn't on as big of a scale as what he had with Joe Exotic, but he was trying to basically set that up in St. John's because uh, Michigan – I don't know if it's still current because I'm not keeping up on current Michigan laws, but at that time you could own uh, tigers and, and lions and stuff. So Michigan was one state where you could legally own cats, big cats. So wow. he went to St. John's and tried to set it up. Not only the Mint City, but uh, the Kitty Cat City. Yeah. How about that? Uh, one final thing here for. Uh, but for... Wait, uh, I was going to, sorry, I was just going to head on real quick. I meant to mention last week when we were talking about Tiger King, and I just, uh, it, I slipped my mind, I guess, but. Um, I don't know if you guys knew, there was a, so out on Shipman Road in Karana. Yeah. Uh, I had some friends that lived out there, so I I would go out there, they lived on a farm, and um, I would, we'd go out there, like in elementary and middle school, I'd go out there and hang out, and there was a family out there on Shipman Road that had a couple lions. And, I remember like, we'd that. be out there playing, we'd be in the barn messing around, or we'd be in, tr- jumping on the trampoline at night, and you would hear the lions roaring. And like a few times we actually even saw them like dragging a cow over to the lion cage to feed the lion. Yeah, I actually so that was it was actually the Steffi's family is who it was, and I and, and they had a son who graduated with me, a really good friend of mine actually, no like played football on my team. Chris Steffi's go he goes to U of M Flint now. He's going to be like a neurosurgeon or something like that. So he's going to be making the big bucks. But yeah, like they were gone by the time like I really got to know him, like you know mid two thousands or so. And it was you see pictures of them, and like the cages were still there and everything. So yeah, it was pretty wild. That is wild. Speaking of wild, we'll wrap it up with this at least as far as uh, my end of things go. Jared gave the uh, recommendation last week to check out Ozark on Netflix. Uh, we started watching it. It sucked me in immediately. Jason Bateman is phenomenal. Laura Linney is his wife. Uh, it's about a, he's a money launderer, mm-hmm. and then it's just all hell breaks loose down in the Ozarks, and it is unbelievable. I made it through season one already. The finale of season one was just incredible. <laughs> and uh, if anybody's looking for something to watch on Netflix that hasn't seen it, I've, I definitely agree with Jared. It's, it's excellent. That's all I have. Any, you guys have anything else? 
No, uh, I mean I'm gonna have a lot. We uh, maybe do you have any recommendations on Netflix, or you just got Nef- uh, Ozark because I'm kind of in need of something. You're running out of stuff. I no, no I mean, nothing. I'm, I'm kind of rotating on different things. And when you guys watch shows, do you just completely binge the whole thing, or do you go back and forth? Like I'm watching the last season of Homeland, and I'm also watching Ozark, and still trying to finish up The Office. So I rotate all over the different places. It depends on the show. If it's really good, yeah. you just got you binge, binge it. You, the whole you thing. can't turn it off. So it depends on how good the show is. All for right. Me. Well, for, maybe for the next pod, I'll have you a, a couple recommendations for you. Fellas, it's been a lot of fun. We made it through another another podcast, and uh, we appreciate everybody listening in. Be sure you subscribe, rate us on all the big podcasting sites, including Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Send your comments, comments or topics for guest suggestions to at 3PointPod. Support our partners, which include Advanced Elevator, Sheridan Realty and Auction Company, Rivals Tap House and Grill, The Corona Connection, Card Service Michiana, and Promec Engineer. And also be sure to check out our network friends at Sports Radio Detroit. Thanks again for listening to and supporting 3 Point Podcast. Make sure you support those local businesses out there. We'll get you some more of uh, the ones in our area next week. And the most important thing, stay safe and stay away from people. Let's end this damn thing. We want sports back. So long, everybody. Not knowing if we did or